Welcome back. This is inconceivable. Um, you might have noticed that sounded a little different than our normal intro song, and thankfully I wasn't singing. Um, if you know what that song was, then we can be best friends, and you need to tell us. If you don't know what that song is, you need to listen to better music. Uh, today's episode is going to be a bit different. Um, we we, we um, fired all the women in this podcast, and... So Rachel's gone, um, and we have uh, my good friend and bandmate, uh, Keegan Jeffries here. Uh, Here's Keegan. Um, so yeah, Rachel. Rachel's at a concert. She's at a Muscadine Bloodline concert right now. Um, Keegan gives me that. I have no idea who that is. Look. Uh, so Rachel's going to stab you in the throat. But no, they're like country, rock, pop. I don't know. They're all kind of... It's country. But... She's at that show. I'm with Keegan. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. You're gonna really split this one wide open. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a lot of cool beats moments in this episode. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I've known Keegan for a good bit. Uh, we met at church. Uh, my dad called him the dorky kid playing drums. Um, I promise he's not. Still, still but... hurts. <laughs> um, Keegan, you can say whatever you want to my dad right here. Um, I think about it every night before I go to bed, <laughs> and I just I cry every every single night. You also have to um, realize that ninety percent of what Keegan says comes from a place of sarcasm and humor. But yep. <laughs> maybe there's a little truth behind it. I don't know. Um, I think yeah, we'll probably still be doing Cool Beans at this point. So here's the Cool Beans video <laughs> from last week, whichever episode it was. So, we didn't say enough stupid things last week to make a Cool Beans video. So here it is. Your mom. Alright. Thanks for sticking with us for the whole five minutes. Um, thank you to the people that do listen every week. I think we've got about... Well, actually I'm not going to share that number. But we've got a certain amount of... We've got a certain number yeah, of people like that... Three. No, higher, higher, higher than that. Um, and it's not four. We've got a solid number of people uh, that do listen every week, and um, so thank you guys. And, and remember, y'all can always um, give us any kind of feedback on Instagram. DMs are open. Rachel and I will text each other and be like, hey, someone said the show sucked. Um, that's not true. That's never happened. But it could. Keegan's told us that. Keegan told us we should stop talking about The Princess Bride. I think it's a fair point. It shouldn't come up every single episode. It it's a great movie, but it shouldn't come up every single episode. I, don't, I, th I, th I think we went two episodes without mentioning it. So. Well, I haven't listened in like five episodes. So. All right, Keegan's a fake fan. I am. I absolutely am. But um, I don't know which episode this is going to be. The, re the most recent one that came out was uh, our episode with Aiden, and then the mini episode with the, our Kardashian rant. So if you haven't listened to that, it's eight minutes. I think you can you can take eight minutes and listen to us just knock on um, everyone's least favorite celebrity family. Um, all right, let's get into it. You want you want to get into this, Keegan? All right. So all right, our general topic for today is the fun, the fun, fun, fun world of pain and grief and all things similar. Yeah, we've been going through. Um, some things at church and the youth group, um, been talking about pain stuff and I've been meeting with my mentor. We talked about pain. Um, that's Jesse, by the way. Um, and 
and Keegan's definitely got a story here. So we're going to go through it. Um, this one might get a little, little less serious. Uh, no, less <laughs> funny, more serious um, than other to- than other topics. Um, but that's kind of what we're here for, to, to get to those those topics and subjects and, and talk through them. So, Keegan, lead the way. All right. So I suggested this one because I'm part of the, the Dead Dad Society. Let's get right into it. So when I was, I'm 18 now. When I was seven years old, my dad had a heart attack and died, which is usually not, you know, good. Not usually happening. Yeah, not usually happening. <laughs> Uh, so it was, it was quick. It was unexpected. It very obviously changed my life. Uh, I don't have a stepdad or anything. It's just me and my mom. So, you know, I've, I've grown up like that and she had one boyfriend, but that is a story for a different time. Ooh, yeah. I don't even know the story. Maybe, maybe next episode. <laughs> but so I wanted to come here on this podcast to talk about, I had such an immense pain in my life. I'm using my foot as a pointer, and Camden is staring at my at my dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. He has, he has socks on, so it's not I do. as weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll tell him. Um, <laughs> but I want to show. I wanted to talk about how this story of you know immense pain led to a whole lot of good in my life, including sitting here right now. So, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to do this as an interview or something. Um, but yeah, I think. What what we've been talking about it in youth group recently, and if you're not a church person, youth group person, like you can still relate to this. Don't be like, oh, I mentioned Jesus. Skip it's it. Much more of just uh, a general lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, but the most recent thing we t- we talked about is is that pain has a purpose, and then even in the moments, um, you know, when you were seven, the pain made no sense, mm-hmm. and any pain that that I've gone through, we we've gone through. Like it's not going to make sense in the moment. We're not going to be able to sit there while we're crying and laying on the floor and be like, it's going to be okay. This has a purpose. Um, sometimes it takes years to figure that out. Um, I, I had an incident. I was not an incident. There was an event in my life that caused a lot of pain when I was in sixth grade. And it took me until about like 10th or 11th grade to figure out like, oh yeah, that's why this happened. Um, and, and so it's, don't go up to someone who's I want to go up to someone who's in the, the worst battle of pain in their life and be like, it's going to be okay eventually. There's a reason behind it because they're going to slap you in the face. Yeah, People who have said that to me throughout my life, that is like one way to just make someone run away from me. Yeah. doesn't does not help at all. So don't do that. But with pain, like I'm talking about grief because that's what I've been through. But of yeah. course, there's there's all kinds of pain. There's, there's breakups. That's another kind of loss. There are physical pain like you maybe really hurt yourself, even stuff like paralyzed. Like, you know, I don't know who's listening, but there's there's plenty of stuff that can cause you either emotional pain or physical pain. And it's you're like, where is the point in this? Like, why? That's the big question is why. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right. Me and Camden just kind of stared at each other awkwardly for like five minutes while we were trying to figure Not out what to do. Not in a romantic way. Uh, or maybe it was cool beans um <laughs> so the way we're going to start this is i'm going to kind of jump into my my personal grief story yeah there's probably at least one of you who've also lost someone you know it's not very fun uh when i was seven like i said it was very out of nowhere my dad had a heart attack um it was something that like he was just chilling one day 
I remember I was playing Lego Ninjago on the Cartoon Network, like, website thing, and we got a call that was just, like, you know, him having a heart attack. Uh, and my mom was like, hey, dad's sick, I gotta go. And I'm much more hysterical, hysterical sad, not hysterical funny. She was not just like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. elbows up. But, <laughs> so, uh, our friend stayed with me, cause you know, I was, I was a wee lad. And I, I got lucky. I had a couple days with him. So he was like, you know, all tubed up, not a very pretty sight. But I got to say goodbye and all that fun stuff. But, you know, when you're seven, you don't, your brain doesn't understand how to process all this. I didn't really get what was going on until I was, like, I almost reprocessed it all when I was, like, 12 or 13. Like, re-went through it because that's when your brain hits the next stage of, like, oh, shoot, I can understand the, the permanence of loss. My stuff doesn't disappear when you cover it with your hand anymore. Conservatism. Yeah, that is not the right word. Conservation? No, that's also not the right word. What's the right word? You're thinking of um, I can't remember the right word. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not the right word. Okay, some AP psychology word that I should. Object know. permanence. That's what it Object is. Permanence. Object permanence. Conservatism is Sorry, like saving nature. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Back to the story. Um, yeah, but so you know, not a very happy time in my life. And I just remember having all this pain that was just constant, you know, because like I said, what is a seven-year-old supposed to do with that? How am I supposed to live with just my mother who's also on her own pain journey? And she was 40, I think, when he passed away. So she's still, you know, relatively young. My dad was only 43. Jesse's laughing at you right now. Eh, it's still relatively young. He'll be like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Jesse is an old man, by the way. He's Ancient. Like, 39 or 40. Yeah. Um, but now I can look back at that and I can see, like, I'm at a place that this could be a little controversial, but I'm at a place where, like, if I had the opportunity to bring my dad back, I wouldn't, which honestly sounds evil mastermindy. <laughs> but it's to the point where... you know where, where it's brought you in your life. Yeah, I know where it's brought me in my life. And I know that my dad, personally, in my own story, when he was younger, he didn't really take care of himself because he never expected to have a family or anything. So he probably would have just, you know, croaked anyway by now from, like, diabetes. And he did have diabetes. I'm not just, like, pulling just out like random, making out diseases that he might have. But, like, stuff like that. So I've come to a place, and I personally went to a camp that helped me, like, I call it death camp, which sounds very... <laughs> sounds like a I don't German, know if I can say it, but it sure sounds Nazi-y. But it is not that type of death camp. It is one where they help you process (laughs) your feelings and emotions. So that is something that's helped me like immensely. Shout out to Comfort Zone Camp. Uh, Sponsor us, please. Sure. Hashtag non-spons. We'll tag them. We'll tag them. We'll tag them. They won't listen. (laughs) It's a non-profit. So they give us money. That is true. Well, but if they're not making any profit, why are they called non-profits? You know, they they do make some money. This is important. Somehow. This but is more they, important than what I'm talking about. But then they just spend all the money in their programs and stuff. That's whack. Just hoard it all for themselves. How do colleges come up? Like, colleges will tell you they're a nonprofit. Like, no, you're Colleges right. are lying. Colleges they're are lying. They're making you lying. pay like a thousand quadrillion dollars <coughs> out of the, the wazoo. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool beans, maybe. All right. 
back to my story. <laughs> back to my story. Um, editor Rachel is not here, and she's going to hate us. You can keep this in, or I'll cry. Um, it's a threat. Legally binding. It is a legally binding threat. Dead dads. <laughs> I should not be laughing at that. That's, yeah, notice this is what Camden's like. He immediately laughs at you when you talk about your, your deep personal feelings. Yep. And, uh, okay, Herman's on camp. That's where I went to. It was one of the examples. I've met plenty of people there who I will know all of my life. That's a great thing that came out of it. And, I mean, it's something that it sucks. I met the requirement to go to of having lost someone. But the fact is, I do meet the requirement, so at least I was able to get that out of it. And I wouldn't have moved to where I moved after that. I used to live in apartments, now I live in, like, you know, an actual house. Which, usually, it's the other way around. We got kind of lucky in that boat. But, so I wouldn't be in the area that I'm in. I wouldn't have met all these people that I met. Like, wouldn't be sitting here with Camden, because I never would have, like, lived here. So, that's something that's... I mean, knowing Camden is debatably good but (laughs) a lot of things like that the whole church group that we're talking about but i've gotten many a good thing out of it so i think when we when we go through something as painful as that or as any anything at all we have we can either choose to just hold up and try to let it all pass by not doing anything um but there's a lot of good in, in being proactive and being and not being passive, being intentional about things and like, all right, what am I going to do with this situation? Because whether you like it or not, that's like that's the situation we're in and that's where God has us. And so we, we are to make this is probably going to be the most Jesus-y episode. Sorry, um, not sorry, but um, Spotify will allow that. So we can we can still choose to live in the situation that God has us in. And, and make the most of it, even when it absolutely sucks, but... Cool beans. Cool beans. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I... Like I said, I kind of re-went through my loss when I was, like, 12 or 13. And I remember having a thought of, like, all right, I can either... Like, even with the camp, I can either sit here and let this make me so angry, or I can try and move on. I mean, because you... Moving on with loss specifically is hard because it's like moving on feels like you're forgetting them, but it doesn't mean you're forgetting them. You're just taking them with you. Like I have pictures in my room where like he's not like gone. I mean, he's physically gone, but I still believe he's with me whether like I believe heaven, but anyway, just in my heart. So it's like I had to have a moment of like, all right, I need to make something more out of this. I need to not wallow in it for the rest of my life. So there is definitely, like, there's part of it that you need to just kind of tell yourself, like, all right, I can't just sit here. I'm saying it's it's not going to be an immediate thing. You're not going to be at the next day. All right, let's go. Yeah, it's certainly not an easy thing to do. No. That's why I said it happened when I was seven, but I didn't get there until I was, like, 12 or 13. Yeah. Like, you know, six years of, like, not good times. (laughs) But now, like I said, I'm able to get to a place where I wouldn't bring him back which I think is even though it sounds evil I think that's pretty healed because I'm almost 11 years down the line so still hurts but not like it did and I guess that's our main point of the entire episode is that pain will always hurt it at least with loss it never truly goes away but it certainly diminishes instead of being this thing that is like your entire existence is just being 
in pain all the time is something that like only shoots up every once in a while. Maybe yeah. if like you see something that reminds you of. So it, it does get better. Is yeah. And that's yeah. any pain. It doesn't have to be that serious. It can be a breakup. Of, yeah. Like a like I remember. I mean, there was this one girl we I've talked about her before. We tried to date a couple times, and both times we broke up after a month, and both times it hurt. Um, even we didn't date long. In fact, one of the times we didn't even go on any dates. But in the moment, it's <laughs> he was laughing at me like you're terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, eventually it just had to be like, all right, that's not how every girl is. That's not how the whole thing is going to be. I need to go out and see see my other friends and be with people. Um, and 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 yeah, choosing to not just be stuck in a rut because at that point you're laying in a hole. And you can continue to dig that hole and get deeper, and then, you know, let's use that hole analogy. We're farther, farther. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you keep digging yourself farther in a hole. It's a lot harder to, to get out of that hole. So the longer you're in it, the harder it is to get out. Stop looking at me like this. <laughs> For the record, I'm just looking at him, listening to him. Yeah. Um, but the more intentional we are about, like, all right, we, we can pull ourselves out of this. Um, and it, it takes a group of people, like, I'm Keegan, you didn't do this on your own, pulling yourself out of the hole. You had friends. You had your comfort zone people. You had, a, you had an amazing mom who loves the dumbest movies just like we do. My mom watched Anchorman 2 with us. <laughs> she loved it. She thought it was hilarious. She thought it was stupid, but she thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like you need to put yourself in the community and I say that as an introvert, like I know for some people it's really hard to do that, but it doesn't need to be like a thousand people. It can just be like three. You just need to talk about what you're going through. That's the big thing. Cause no matter how much you think bottling it up is going to help, it absolutely does not. And then you blow up and everyone hates you and it's personal. Like I will personally hate you. Um, <laughs> it's a joke. That is a joke. For legal reasons, that is a joke. I was very angry when I was a tween. One, because I was a tween. And two, because I didn't, you know, process through everything. So I was just extra angry. But once I was, like, once I really allowed people in and talked about what I was actually thinking, that's when everything started to get better. And you're not being a burden to other people by talking through it. You're absolutely like, not. That's At least a, if you're talking to the right people. Yeah, with the right people. Like, there's a misconception, oh, if I tell people about this problem, people are just going to think that I want their pity or I want them to treat me better because I'm going through something. Like, no, if you got stuff, like, you can talk to people. And it would be weird if you're just going up talking to strangers like, hey, I had this horrible thing happen to me yesterday. Uh, give me money. Um, I don't think anyone's doing that. We're all good people here. But... I mean, we have close friends. We have family. We have people in church and school and your sports teams, wherever um, you may be, whatever circle you're in, um, people that we can talk to. And, and a good, good friend will be like, all right, like they will let you vent and rant whatever you need and to. And if they don't, it's honestly a good sign that they're probably not your closest friend. Yeah. So it's just really important to do that. <laughs> And if you're on the other side of it, then, yeah, it's important to just allow that person because we don't like, I'll never know what Keegan went through. And there will be things I go through that Keegan won't know how that feels. We say, I know how you feel. No, you know. Like, we don't know exactly how the person feels. Even if we've been through the same thing, like, we're going to process it and handle it in different ways. And so if you're on the receiving end of that stuff, we just have to 
just allow them to talk through it and talk therapy I believe is one of the best kinds to just because sometimes even I've had this talk with a friend recently where like even when you're just talking through stuff you can realize things that you're thinking or feeling mm-hmm. without realizing you were thinking and feeling that thing you were just yeah. talking and then it just comes out and you're like oh shoot I really do feel that way yeah I'll talk to my mom about something that I thought about in, in my brain hole and I'm like like okay I'll get it but then I'll say it out loud and I'm like oh I'm realizing this as I'm saying it out loud now so like yeah really does help your brain hole get through it. <laughs> brain hole's a common phrase among our church. Yeah. It's gone down since Bruce was out, but Bruce definitely, he pushed it. Rip my homie Bruce. He's not dead, he Rip. just moved. <laughs> We're not going through youth, well, we are going through youth pastor pain. But He's still around. We can go visit him. We can go take him to Waffle House. He lives in Virginia, though. That's just gross. I don't know if we should... If you're listening from Virginia, get out of there. Like, leave. What's wrong with Virginia? This is not North Carolina. North Carolina isn't great either, but Virginia's worse. (laughs) Someone, like, if I met someone who was the absolute dream girl, love of my life, first sight, and she's like, oh yeah, I live in Virginia, I'd be like, gotta go. Wow. So any girls out there who are, like, listening to Keegan's voice and you're like, man, but you're from Virginia? I just don't worry about just it. Don't even try. Now we can drop his Instagram. It's at Judo Big Dog. The coolest name. It, I don't know where it comes from. It it was my dad's gamer tag on Xbox, you and I told just me that. I, I just kept it. On, yes, he came to didn't care about my dad. That's, that's not true. <laughs> so at Judo Big Dog. At Hanging Gardens Music. At we Hanging Gardens Music. A total of one post. At Keegs underscore Music K E E not K E A. Um, what else we got? That's it. That's that all that matters. Inconceivable, the pot. Uh, no, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about them. I think you should know about that if you're listening to this. I would hope so. If you just found us one day on Spotify, welcome. Um, go back to episode one, and this will make a lot more sense. Yeah, maybe don't start on like the tough episode. <laughs> episode one, we talked about nothing serious. We just joked around for forty minutes. I'm also not the usual host, which I know will make you guys sad because yeah. usually the quality is much worse host wise. Rachel's gonna That's cut a this. shot to Rachel. Rachel's <laughs> gonna cut this part out. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's great. We miss Rachel. If you are like bring back Rachel, I bet we're gonna get some emails. This can we don't get emails. You can check out our website, join our email list. Rachel will email you because she's the mom of this podcast. I think Rachel hates me because of course the one time I'm allowed on is when Rachel's not here. Well, I asked her, I said, Kiki and I just roll this one ourselves. She's like Good. And she was like, well, Thank God. Yeah, she's like, I just can't deal with him. No, she was like, I have a concert that thing anyways. So that works. And now we're here, staring at each other. Yeah. And honestly, last time we had a... Okay, Keegan raised his eyebrows at me. Um, last time I had one of my friends that Rachel barely knew. It was just me and that friend talking back and forth. Yeah. And I mean, Rachel plugged in every once in a while. But um, even at the end, she was like, I feel like it was just you guys talking. But no. We're all good here. Those are, those are the best episodes, am I right? <laughs> Sorry, Rachel, love you. I'm kidding. I'm yoking. <laughs> That's geeky. Um, you'll understand it, Jimmy, eventually. Um, that is all that is in my brain hole to discuss. It's all that's in my brain hole, but it's only been like 20 minutes, hasn't it? Well, we've been told that our episodes are too long sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's why I haven't listened to like five episodes. <laughs> we had to split the last one up because we... 
This was the Kardashian episode where we were like, I think we recorded it and it was like 59 minutes. And we were like, well, we can't have an hour long episode. <laughs> so we took out like 10 of it and made it into a special episode. So No one cares that much? Uh, we like to pretend that we're a big deal. We like to... <laughs> <laughs> we post content as if we're climbing the charts. And really, we're just talking into this box. You're you know? climbing the like 4,000. <laughs> yeah, I want to see our Spotify ranking. This episode might be the first episode that we're making money off of. And it's because of me. It's because they just, I, it's they because, love me. It's because I'm 18 years old. March 8th was my birthday. If you didn't give me a birthday present, uh, it's okay. Yeah, just see, listen to the other episodes of this podcast. Karen is giving the illusion of time because he shouldn't be making money because we are recording this March 2nd. So he is a liar. Okay. Well, I have six days. No money until then. Okay. If this comes out after March 8th, which it almost certainly will. It will. Um, fire me. All right, great. I will not be invited back on for Rachel bullying <laughs> and Camden bullying. This is from Keegan's mouth, not mine. Cool beans. Yeah. He has... <laughs> this is our daily conversations. Are just... If... if if our conversations were recorded by the government, they would be knocking at our door. Be in a federal prison. <laughs> I had a teacher once who tried to scare us into thinking, like, the government tracks all of your texts and stuff like that. And, like, if they flag something, like, if you say something weird, they'll flag it, and then they'll come talk to you. And I'm like, uh, I would have been talked to so many times. Not because I'm out here saying horrible things, but make a fair amount of jokes. The government wouldn't love. Yes, he does. So does Keegan. We all make those jokes. Um, fake news. <laughs> Speaking of fake news, no. That's a different topic for another day. <laughs> You're in drop detuning. Oh. Is this copyright? No. This is us playing it. Cool. I'm Keegan. I mean, I'm Camden. That, no way. You actually unironically said that. <laughs> that was a bit, right? That was not a bit. I'm literally brain dead. I'm Camden. And Thanks I'm Keegan. For listening. This was the best episode yet. Amen, sister. All right. Amen, sister.